0: When you're doing financial planning, is it better to be optimistic or pessimistic? The word pessimism comes from a Latin root meaning worst. I don't think anyone does themselves any good to see life or their own circumstances from the worst point of view. In that sense, pessimism is a self-fulfilling prophecy. At the same time, I want to be careful about recommending pure optimism. There's a brand of optimism the Greeks used to call hubris It's the excessive dose of self-confidence spilling over into arrogance. The dot-com guys of the 90s, the day traders of the 2000s, the real estate flippers of 2005, and the subprime lenders of 2008 were all victims of their own excessive optimism or hubris. We all shake our heads and cluck our tongues at such foolishness. We would never do that, would we? Well, the motto for the pessimist is, why even try? Nothing ever works out. Pessimists procrastinate out of fear. The motto for the optimist is, of course, don't worry, be happy, everything always works out. Optimists procrastinate out of a foolish assumption that life will take care of itself. Why don't we try to avoid such extremes? Let's not be either fatally pessimistic or foolishly optimistic. Why don't we be realistic? First of all, realism faces facts as they are, not as you wish they would be. If he has $30,000 in credit card debt, the realist makes a plan to get out of that debt, including specific payment amounts and when he expects to be debt-free. Second, realism makes a plan, even if it won't be easy. If she has a job that she hates the realist explores options available to her further education and growth to make a way for herself to get the kind of job that she wants. She faces the reality that she may need to keep this less-than-ideal job until she can grow into the one that suits her better. But she's got her eye on the future. Third, realism seeks advice because it knows the value of wisdom. If a father is the primary breadwinner of his family, he doesn't buy $100,000 of term insurance off the internet, pat himself on the back and say he's protected his family. He seeks professional advice on what the needs of his specific situation are so that if the unthinkable occurs, his family will marvel at how well prepared for and protected they were. Fourth, realism tilts toward optimism because that's the lesson of history. Looking back over the last 10 years, we've got plenty to be pessimistic about. Our economy is still hobbled with debt. We've got significant financial and demographic challenges facing our nation. And so far, no clear political leadership has emerged to show us the way out. These are all very measurable, tangible things, and none of them seem to be measuring up at the moment. What's impossible to measure, however, is the resourcefulness, and the creativity of the human spirit when faced with so-called unsolvable problems. Problems are easily identified far off on the horizon. Solutions tend to remain in the shadows until the last minute. After all, as soon as the solution appears, the problem's over and we forget about the whole thing. Any backward glance at history reveals plenty to regret and yet an abundance for which we can give thanks. The lesson of history is the forward progress of humanity with plenty of stumbles along the way. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to reject fatal pessimism and foolish optimism and opt for a healthy dose of realism. Offering you wisdom on wealth, I'm Byron Moore.